0: The following presentation is brought to you by the kmmedia.pro network. Each channel is created to provide highly engaging and fascinating content presented in an entertaining light just for you. Please visit www.kmmedia.pro for complete information. So now, stay right where you are as we present... If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. In Think Energy, Dana Parker and I, Kevin McDonald, will delve deep into the world of energy and vibration. We will present great guests who are able to use energy in a positive, healing way. Be it NLP, Reiki, Mediumship, energy healing, spirit communication, and many more modalities. Our intention is to create a safe place for all of us to understand that everything is just, well, energy. I, of course I made it so I suppose I should but it's it's really cool we have got a unique situation today uh, we were um, Dana Parker and I were going to interview the uh, modern sages one of which is Jen Gilbreth is Gilbreath is that right yes perfect and uh, Candace Kuntz is uh, her partner in crime and uh, unfortunately um, In this day of COVID, uh, we have uh, Candace who's um, taking care of her son because her son has come down with COVID, and Dana is standing in line right now for three hours waiting to take a COVID test because she doesn't feel well either, but the show must go on. So it's it's Jen and I, and uh, we're here to take your calls or to talk to you. We're not sure if some folks are going to... Uh, come through and to show up but if they do that's great if they don't i get you all to myself (laughs) (laughs) that is really cool how are you today
1: you know i'm doing really well i'm excited to be here and just open to see whatever comes through and whatever comes forward
0: awesome and um tell us about a little while ago you held up a flower And you said that we need to talk about this flower and it's a it's a sunflower isn't it
1: yes so um i okay so this is a backstory yesterday i had a session so for those who don't know i am a spirit medium which means i have the ability to connect to loved ones who have passed on um and it's just always so fun and so unique to see you know who comes forward um however yesterday i had a session with um a woman and her grandmother her great-grandmother came forward and she kept showing me these fake like these fake sunflowers and i was like i don't know why i keep seeing these fake sunflowers and she was like well she never wanted fake flowers it was always the real things and at the end of our call you know her grandmother shared a lot of healing messages and at the end of our call her grandmother said okay Um, I'll be sending you flowers. And then she made a joke about them not being fake flowers, especially the sunflower. Um, And this morning I was in my car, I was gonna turn the corner right outside my front yard and I saw this face down in the snow. So I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I gotta go pick it up. So I recorded myself going to pick it up and lo and behold, it was a fake sunflower. (laughs) And of course, with the snow, like it's barely melting. And so I don't even know where this came from or how it got on my front yard. Obviously, spirit has a bigger picture. And so I sent it to her, like the video of me getting out of my car and picking it up. And I was like, I can't believe that this is like this is what we're experiencing right now. It's just so funny how our ancestors and our loved ones find unique ways to talk to us. But it was also a confirmation for myself from her you know that I'm in the right direction and moving forward in the right way.
0: You need to explain to me something, yes? Because I'm 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 thinking to myself, you know, I believe that I believe that that's the case. I've I've had uh, um, my friend Kim Miller, um, her mother leaves her pennies everywhere.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And 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 her mother's been gone like ten years, and I just am. I'm flabbergasted at the amount of planning that they did for that moment. Cause when you think about it, somebody or something had to take that and put it there. Absolutely. And and, and had it had, had to be at the time that you were going to go by and all of that. So they set it up and they put it together, but they do that all the time. But the 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 is it because there's no time over there, they've got more time to work on it? Is, is how how does it work that they can show us signs that to us are off the cuff at the moment, but for them it's it's it takes it's months of planning to get this together. How
1: does that work? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, in my understanding and in my interpretation of this, it feels as though. Um, Of course, we know that on the other side, that time is not what it is here. As we come into this physical form, we have a lot of structure. I mean, our body is structure. Our spirit doesn't have this confined structure. It can be really big. It can be small. It can move. It can be very fluid in a lot of ways. And so our purpose here in this physical world is we learn how to live in structure (laughs) But then we're also learning how to defy structure when it comes to manifestation or journey work or like us connecting into our true authentic spirit self. And so I feel like having that understanding is that when our loved ones do send us signs, yes, it might have been things that were far back to make it happen. But I also think that things are a lot easier than what we comprehend it to be in the spirit realm is I have a lot of people who maybe have passed and they come forward and they're talking about what they're doing on the other side in terms of personal growth. And even just yesterday with this same woman, actually, no, yep. With the same woman, um, her great, no, this was someone in the, in the evening. Anyways, her great grandmother who had never come forward on her dad's side, it was a day of grandmothers, I guess. Um, (laughs) she showed me like this big bird, like, um, uh, what is it? A parrot? A parrot. And I like saw it like in the shadow on my wall. And so I said, this is what I'm seeing. And this grandmother was very connected to birds. Like that gave her so much freedom and so much support, which is so cool because her niece that weekend, she went bird watching with her. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like this connection in that space. Um, but she was also suggesting how When we connect into what our ancestors loved, we can find that support or that understanding or that connection as well. So it's just interesting to see how we might be guided to things or guided to a certain spot, even if we're not aware of it. But our, our spirit, our ancestors' guides are all connecting us. And when we follow that prompting, we're able to receive those validations and those spirit confirmations.
0: You know, and uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you much about the evolution of your gifts, where they came from, how long you've had them, when you discovered them, when you figured out that I'm not nuts after all. Um,
1: (laughs) That was uh, a journey, let's say, I'll say that for sure.
0: (laughs) So when did you first realize that you um, could sense things a little differently than other people?
1: Um, That's a great question. Ever since I was little, um, I like to use the word like plagued with anxiety because (laughs) I had anxiety to the next level. You know, in my elementary school, I would always have massive headaches. And we talked about that in the last podcast um, where I strongly believe that as we have gifts that are opening, we might receive more headaches because our third eye or our insight into spirit form um, is trying to open up. Um, But when I was little, I would feel things a lot. So I would have a lot of headaches. I would feel things a lot in my body. I felt like I was constantly being watched. And as a little kid, it's really intimidating to try to understand and to move through in that space. Um, But I will say I'm so grateful for my parents because when I would get my headaches, you know, you can't have a kid taking ibuprofen six days a week. (laughs) (laughs) No. And so my mother started having me put a blindfold on and then I would listen to a color meditation where it would guide me to my head or guide me to an imbalance in my body and the light would heal and transform that heavy energy. And so at a young age, I was really taught to go within to find healing. And as I got older, um, I would fall back on that a lot. And I would start feeling people around and I had so many friends who would come to me um, and we would be doing something in some paranormal thing. I don't like to say the word paranormal, but some spirit thing would come up. Maybe they'd be banging on the wall or they'd hear footsteps that no one was home. It was always when they were around to and they're like, what is wrong with you? Like, are you okay? And and I was like, yeah, this is just part of regular life. And of course, it was intimidating at times, and um, after high school, as I grew up, I my brother actually has this gift as well. Um, right now, he's not really using it, um, but he gave me a message that came from my grandmother on my father's side, and everything he had said aligned perfectly with my life, and he didn't know any of that. And it was at that point that I was like, okay, this is something that I need to not just try to shut down because I did grow up um, in a very Christian household. So I grew up LDS. And a lot of things when it comes to gifts of the Spirit are like hushed don't do it, don't talk about it, it isn't okay. And so there was this really big battle back and forth of like, I feel like I'm called to doing this, but yet my church leaders are telling me that I can't do this. And so it was this kind of this imbalance. But when my brother gave me that message, he also addressed how this gift has been passed down throughout generations. And some of them used it while others didn't. And so really having that message come to me and then learning that I had direct communication with those ancestors, I could really see and understand why they used them and why they didn't use them. So they could help me stand in my power to use them or not to use them
0: <laughs> that's that's incredible that's, that's a that's a really cool story too. you know, and there's a reason why you had your parents as your parents because Absolutely. they were understanding and and so forth. but they also uh, were part of a religious uh, organization that frown, <laughs> to say the least frowns upon. Yeah um psychic gifts and and stuff and that's and my actually most religions do do that. My mother was Absolutely. Lutheran and she and she believed that. Um that was of the devil. And yeah. and even even meditation. I said mom, you know, you should meditate. It would it would because she was a little high strung. And I said you should meditate.
1: <laughs> it did <laughs> some good
0: <laughs> yeah, you should meditate and calm down. She said, I can't do that. That's of the devil. And it's like oh Christ. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean that. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know. So, so it's it's a shame that that, and, and I'm so glad that it's changing now. Because you're a young person, and and you have got a long time uh, ahead of you to be able to work your gift and to hone your gift and to bring forth a lot of to bring forth. That sounds like a biblical statement. Uh, to bring forth a lot of uh, of real positive. Uh, an understanding about stuff.
1: Mm, and, thank uh, you.
0: And that's 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 really cool. Um, yeah. And and since you've opened up, you you, you, you you without saying so, you were saying so. You had a reading yesterday afternoon. You had a reading last night. So you're actually you're actually working.
1: Yeah, it's been amazing. I'm so grateful. I have a husband who is so supportive, and um, I don't think he's, he has choice. Yeah, he's had a lot of healing take place from connecting to his father who had passed, but he's very much so like this is what you need to do. So like, don't worry about having to have another job. You just take this time to do whatever it is that you're called to and sharing these messages and healing, um, because he's like that's one of my roles as your husband is to support you so you can do that. And so, you know, I just feel so blessed and everything really is referral based, so it's just. You know, once you share one message and people find healing, then they share it to others. And so it really is amazing just to see how when we surrender, spirit will help us to what our souls came here to experience. And it's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) It it really is. I I have to tell you, I have been humbled the last couple, three days um, because people that I've talked to, I've talked to them. In one case, I talked to her before and and this this just happened yesterday it was kind of kind of interesting you know i've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and i've been doing and been trying to get the word out about exactly what you're talking about and uh it's it's been a struggle it it hasn't gone and it, it's not like i've got 10 million hits a day and and that kind of thing but it's growing and it's yeah. moving forward but i keep on getting these affirmations from people like yesterday I met a gal who is psychic and she said, you know, you've got good energy. I think I'm going to like talking to you. And, and, uh, and she said, you know, we've, I've been through, I've done a lot of podcasts. Some are terrible, some are awful. And I think that we, you and I are going to do well and it'll be fun. And I agreed with that. And then right after that, I had another call with a gal who has been on my show before and does a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, and I, I said, well, so how do I, how do I rate? And she said, no, and there are lots of lousy podcasts out there, but you're one of the best at what you do. And, and uh, I appreciate that because it's, it's yeah. really, it, it it really is cool because I really feel drawn and I am so glad that you made the decision because I wasn't going to force you into this. <laughs> this today. But I'm so glad that you made this decision. We've got her partner is Candace is out because her son has COVID. Uh, Dana, Dana, who's kind of my partner is uh um, standing in line, getting a COVID test. And yeah. so we are the only two healthy ones left. <laughs> but I'm we can we, do it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad <laughs> we had the opportunity or that we have the opportunity to do this because you are delightful. Did you
1: know that? Well, thank you. I, uh, I, I'm really so grateful for that. And I would even like counter even with that space is that yes, you do have such a heart about you. And I think that people are so drawn to you because you do have this voice that's very kind and compassionate and yet you bring in humor. And I just feel like you have a good balance of all of those things. And so it's no wonder why everyone loves to come on your shows is because you are so well grounded and you bring out the best in people. And even I feel that (laughs) working with you too. It's so cool.
0: it is so often awesome to have you here because it's, we try we try we really try to to get the word out about about what's actually going on and and that it's all about love and not fear and stuff but and so many people don't listen and Absolutely. it's
1: it's
0: it's great for me to be able to share with someone like you and or in this case share specifically with you <laughs> about how we can you know and and uh and not only that, I'm liable to to abuse you by taking some of your time. I'll pay you for the readings, by the way.
1: Oh, uh, you're great. No stress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but it's, 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 you, you, you're, you're really, you're really awesome. And I was kind of thinking that somebody may show up, but they may not, but that's perfectly okay. Yeah. Uh, it, d- it depends on, but somebody will, somebody will see this and hear this later. And that's what somebody else told me today She's coming on uh, after us at noon on KKNW, which, by the way, have I forgot? Have you guys been on KKNW yet?
1: I don't know. No, we have not.
0: Okay, that's next. That, KKNW. That's, that's next on Friday at Friday at noon. We do a live broadcast on KKNW eleven fifty in Seattle.
1: Oh, and- we did something on Monday. Was it Monday? We were on a radio show with you.
0: That may have been. We may have. Been. Was
1: it on Friday? I don't know the dates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't remember either. But uh but Dana was there, and and you guys were there, and we had.
1: Yeah.
0: We had a real good. Do, do you remember there being a board operator there? Yes. By the name of Nathan. Yep. That was Nathan. That's a Friday. Okay, that's then that's Friday.
1: I know that's you have know a million things going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I will- uh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I no go for it first. I was gonna address something, but if you have something to say,
0: uh, um, no, not, not if you're going to address something. That's, that you the okay. kind of takes precedence over what I what I was. About. <laughs> no, I actually what I was just gonna say was the gal that I, is, is gonna be on at noon today. Uh, said that you know she she was thankful and that and she said that I'm that she's very proud to be part of the work that I'm doing because. I'm changing a lot of people's lives.
1: Absolutely.
0: And I didn't, I did that. That was kind of like, oh, oh, really? Oh, isn't that nice? Um, but, and it will be, and there will be more. Yeah. And, uh, and people are, are going to, they're going to find this episode when you're 90. And they're going to go, gee whiz, she was good way back when. So, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Back anyway. in the day. <laughs>
0: back <and> back. <laughs> exactly back in the day yeah. uh anyway so you had an observation
1: yeah so um as this flower is popping out to me again you know i just feel like this is such a beautiful time to address um i know when i was on with you last time we brought in your family we brought in your mom and your your dad as well um and his family and and i feel like a lot of times especially when you lean more into energy and clearing and a lot of people talk about, um, child, like doing your inner child work. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also feel like there's a lot of people who have done those, that inner child work or who are very connected or aware of it. But I also feel like there's this space of connecting in with the ancestors. And we hear a lot about generational clearing and generational patterns and, Sometimes we can hold on to negative emotions that are connected um, or experiences that quite literally play out in our energy systems, Um, but there's also positive gifts that come from our family lineage as well, and I feel like people don't touch upon that enough is we think we have to clear out everyone else's baggage so we can live our life, which yes, of course we do. And even in your space, if you don't mind me sharing, is, like, even in our other call, is it felt like your father and his father were very much so kind of, like, more structured, had things where way they were supposed to be, where you kind of came in and, like, broke the sh- – like, shattered the glass of what was expected. And so, in that concept, you really have done such a great job at clearing and changing the generational patterns of, like, having to live in the box – But there are also so many positive gifts that that family, that lineage does bring behind them to bring it forward to be with you as well. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely, it does.
1: And I think that the more that we spend time focusing on the negative contributions that our family has to offer um, or that we were placed with, I feel like it can hold us back. Or kind of help us stay in this, not even necessarily victim mentality, but this space of struggle or the space of stress. And I feel like there are so many people who do light work, who are healers, who do all kinds of things that can get stuck in this. I'm doing all my shadow work. I'm facing everything, but yet I still don't feel whole and complete. And I think that what we're missing is addressing the positive traits that do come down from generations. And I feel like that's so crucial. And for whatever reason, I'm like, we need to address that and talk about this because it can transform and heal so much energy, especially since 2020. Everyone's gone within. A lot of people have had to say, is this right? Is this right? Really changing patternings of the past to then create a new future. But if we don't have positive things to fill our future, we can just bring back the, those negative things. What do you think about that?
0: Thoroughly impressed.
1: <laughs> what are your and, thoughts on that?
0: Well, um, first, then my first thought is I think you're absolutely dead right on. Um, we get, we receive gifts from our ancestors, uh, basically what they, and you know, I'm different than my dad was. I'm different than my grandfather was, but there's a commonality there as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And the commonality is, is that, um, have you heard of, um, and you're a podcaster, and by the mm-hmm. way, shout out your podcast. The name of your podcast is
1: The Modern Sages.
0: Have you heard of the term podcast fade?
1: Um, no, I have not.
0: Podcast fade is what happens to a podcaster that they get excited, right? You go buy the equipment. We've well, you've, you've done all this, but for them, those that are, ten, are contemplating starting a podcast. They get to, They say, "Gee, what's a podcast?" So they look it up, and people are saying you can do this, and it's easy, and it's fun, and and <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, it is it's it's exciting for you to do, and so they get started. They they have a subject matter they want to talk about or whatever, and uh, they they do a couple episodes, and their mother and their two uh, uh, friends um, download the the podcast, mm-hmm. and and then they get ten and then they get five, and then they get eight, and then it, and, and over a period of time, and it takes a long time to put this together to do it well, to do everything yeah. that you need to do, and um, uh, podcasters get burned out, and so they call that podcast fade, because, because you get tired of it, you get burned out from it, and my ancestors gave me and there, there wasn't there was a story in there by the way uh and my ancestors gave me my grandfather was an incredibly hard worker he he did he did the uh, um he did the traveling salesman thing the way they used to do it way back when where he would get into his big car with his with his samples and he would leave and come back six weeks later and he would go from small town to small town, and he'd go talk to everybody. And he was a very gregarious, upbeat, positive guy that, that would go and talk to people about selling shoes. And then mm. my dad was very structured and was very, this is what I have to do, and this is what all he can do. So, but there was not any quit in either of them. And so, even though for the last couple of years, things haven't always moved as quickly or as brightly as I'd like them to, right. um, But I'm I'm committed to this and I'm not going to let it go. And uh, and that comes from their uh, work ethic and where they came from and that sort of thing. So when you're looking at your ancestors, that's exactly I think you're exactly right that we pull we get things from them that become us. And we tend to look at the bad things, mm-hmm. but we don't look at the excitingly wonderful things that our ancestors are. Oh, and, and my grandmother on, and on my uh, um, mom's side, on my dad's side.
1: dad's side.
0: And he she was she was just an adorable lady. Everybody loved her. And, <laughs> and so she brings that excitement and that, that 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 same style to me as well. So I benefited from them. And that's, that's why I think I was part of their lineage, that's it, part of the lineage is, is because it was all pulled together and now they're all sitting on the other side cheering me on.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's, I love that. It's you looking into that space and seeing, you know, like, wow, this is exactly the positive traits that have come from it. And that's so beautiful, even that you've noticed that. And I was going to say, it seems like even on on your dad's side of the family, like you being connected and you being a people person, you know, there might have been experiences where you let people in and they've wounded you emotionally and can be easy to want to just shut everybody out. But it's like, no, our greatest strengths are also are where we can be the most wounded. But when we're able to look at that and experience that and move forward, that's where our true magic lies Is in those things that we might not be wanting to look at ourselves yet or people keep mirroring it for us to say, hey, look, this is where I'm really maybe I've had a lot of wounds, but it's also my greatest strength if I allow it to be. And I feel like a lot of our ancestors, there's this call from the ancestors for us to look at that because that's how we can let go and how we can let go of their things, their past, but move forward in a way that's healthy and authentic and like soul fulfilling for us here. And they want us to.
0: You are so good. <laughs> you just described to a T, I might add, my biggest challenge in this life. And I and because of it, I get abused
1: mm-hmm. a lot.
0: And and people will and, and i <laughs> and it just it just recently happened again. For like the yeah. seventh or eighth time since I started. And it all has to do, it surrounds around this work and doing the radio and stuff because people, you know, it's like, it's on the radio. Wow, I could be on the radio too. And da, da, da. Take advantage. And, and, and people take advantage of my good nature. And I get yeah. told that all the time. Um, Absolutely. Because, you know, but but at the same time, I have to. That's, that's, it's, it's, I'm driven to, it's, I can't shut it down and I can't say no, shut up, go away. That's, that's that's not, so is that a good trait that they're, that they're mirroring to me or they're saying, you know, it's a good thing to be open, but you just need to be a little careful.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the careful is because our ancestors all the time, if there's an imperfect Everything's imperfect, but it's perfect at the same time because it's imperfect. But when there's a healthy, unhealthy balance in a relationship. Yes, I love that. You know, I feel like a lot of times our ancestors also want to give us permission that if we need to set a boundary, there's an energetic connection between cutting someone out and putting up a boundary. A boundary is still having a connection, but it's saying, hey, I need for my own healing and for my own space, this is what I need. But cutting someone out is maybe when that there's that looming feeling, that looming resentment, that regret, that heaviness. And so it's like when we can figure out the why behind what's going on, we can set proper boundaries so we're not taken advantage of. But that's also part of your journey is I know for myself is where I am the most wounded is absolutely within spirituality. You know, I've had some psychics that I've went to that have really caused a lot of trauma in my space. (laughs) There's also been, you know, growing up in in that Christian tradition, there was a lot of wounding that took place there. And I noticed that when I'm struggling, the first thing that I want to shut down is my spirituality is I'm like, I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to journal. And then I sit in bed and I'm like exhausted and tired and like lonely. And then I'm like, oh, no wonder I'm not feeding my spirituality. And then the second I start doing that again, I'm brought back to life. So it's like our greatest strengths are our greatest weaknesses. And our ancestors are calling us to look at that and say, okay, just because that's there, it doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. So going into your space is if you're aware of that, you can be aware of when that starts to show up, but you don't have to be fearful of it. But it's like walking cautiously instead of blindly in that area. And at some point that will back off or it'll fall away. But it's kind of like, I love when I was working with Candace, she used the analogy of like, maybe this imperfection or the stress or this worry is like, let's say it's someone in the backseat while you're driving and it's someone in the backseat with you. <laughs> and at some point, they might be an annoyance and it might keep showing up, but at some point when you're aware of them constantly in the back seat, all of a sudden you're going to look back and realize that they rolled out of the door somehow and they're no longer in your car. But when you're aware of it and not making it wrong, that's when we can embrace what this human experience really is about because we're not really that person. We're not really these experiences. We're having them, but we're so much bigger than this experience. And sometimes we forget that.
0: <laughs> a lot of times we forget that because yeah. we get stuck in our in our own little in our own little place. I got to got to tell you a story because this is so true. This is so true. I love it. Um, <laughs> I was I had been uh, in uh, doing KK and W and doing the radio show in two thousand and three and and stuff, and I did it a lot. You know, two hours a day, five days a week, and got a little bit of notoriety from it. And uh, some folks, it really helped some people because of the people that I brought on. Well, I had to give it up. And uh, then a couple, three years later, one of the gals that knew that I had had done that said, you know, I'm looking to start a production company and I want to call it Seeds of Love Production. I want it to be a spiritual experience and I would love for you to come and work with me on this. And I said, well, I'm driving a bus part-time. I couldn't get full-time hours. Um, And uh, so I was... um, not making a great deal of money, and I could use the extra money a little bit and so I started doing it for free and brought my own equipment and set it up and and did you know did, did some some uh, recordings and edited and all that and I did a lot of that for free and eventually I said but i you know I can't afford to do this anymore yeah uh, and I need I need to be paid at least what I would get if because at Metro you if you're part-time you can you can get more work if you, if you work at it. And I said, if if you cover that extra work piece, then I can continue to work with you. And we did that for about three or four months. And then she came to me and said, I'm sorry. My husband said, I can't do that anymore. And we're not making any money. I don't know what she was expecting, but she were not making any money right away. And I said, well, no, no problem. I'll just go back to by driving the bus. And, uh, And, uh, but I'm not going to be able to be here nearly as much to work with you anymore. And, and she was like, well, can't you do what you used to do, which was work for free?
1: Mm. Well,
0: you know, I, I, I have to, you know, I have a son at home and I have to make sure that he gets enough to eat. He's an athlete and is in high school. I don't, I can't do that as much. And she said, okay, fine. About two months later, I get a knock at my door, and it's her husband serving me with a uh, a, uh, um, a lawsuit for fifty thousand dollars because I had left her work and 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 stuff so and then that took two years and she sued me and she sued her business associate and uh it took 2 years for us to get that done it was d- dismissed because there was no foundation to it but she was as a, as vindictive of a, as a person as you'll ever see wow. and uh, you know and so it, th- th- there is and i've had I, <laughs> i've had 3 or 4 people say here sign this and i said what do, what do you mean it's, it's i'm i you need to sign this because i'm i want this from this show and it's, it's like well, now wait a minute i'm funding it I signed the contract, I'm creating it, <clears throat> and you want a piece of it uh, and, and stuff. And it, it, they, it had done nothing and stuff. Yeah. So that, it's a repeating pattern with me. How, how you pick that out, I don't know. Um, well, maybe it's because mm-hmm. you're a psychic and you're good.
1: Um, <laughs> well, and I think that's also where going into your bad side is as your grandfather was a salesman, right? He would go and sell things as he also had to stand his ground. And so knowing that you have a lineage behind you of people who have had to set boundaries and have had to honor that to be successful, that doesn't make you bad or wrong. And it's not taking away your character from what you have experienced, but seeing how we're a lot more connected than we think, but we're still individual. We're still who we are and who they are. Does not have to define us? But it's almost like there's extra strength or they also help give you extra strength to also help you say, "Ah, you've learned this now. Here are some warning signs to maybe look for. And even setting up like saying, hey, you know, I really want to know, like, if this is a red flag, maybe I'll feel a burning in my chest. And only I only you can set up what that will be. But it's almost like if there is a warning or if there is a connection that they want to bring forward, you can set that intention with them just like that flower And it can show up for you, maybe in a sense of warning of like, hey, back off from this person, or maybe saying, yeah, this is a good thing to do. But it's like, when we know that we're spirit and we have that innate connection, like we're here in this physical realm, viewing life, experiencing stories and trauma and everything. But when we step back into that spirit self, we remember, okay, I'm more than this, but I have that innate connection. And I can know what's good or what's not good for me. I can know what are proper boundaries and what are not proper boundaries because I am that connection. I am divine. I am that spirit. But it's like when we give ourselves permission or even signs within ourselves, like this person, I need to not do this. I feel this burning, almost like maybe I feel like um, like acid reflux in my throat or in my heart. I just feel this burning and I just know this person's not for me. You know, when we give ourselves permission to set, oh, this is interesting. When we set intention to connect with our ancestors, we can receive guidance, but we can also receive that within ourselves to have confirmation too, because we're spiritual and physical. And I think this goes back to the beginning question. You're like, how do they send us signs? Is like, well, we're spiritual, but we're also physical. And a lot of times we might be experiencing things going on in our mind And yet we might not fully agree with it or fully understand or implement it because there's no physical evidence of that. And so I feel like we can have that physical evidence, but it's setting the intention in the proper way for it to happen.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Now, in many ways, this is how I also feel about it, because it would be I have got more than ample evidence that people are not necessarily who they say they are. Mm-hmm. And and that when you cross them, uh, they can turn into the Wicked Witch of uh, of the East. And, um, but at the same time, I refuse to let that dictate who I'll work with or not work with.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: ultimately, I don't know. As an example, if I had, if I had, well, if I couldn't do what I do, if I, if I was to pick and choose who I would be willing to work with or not. Um, So my stance is, yeah, come on, let's go do, let's go, let's go do some work and maybe we can help some people. I love it. And, and I then allow it to, I I have allowed it to play out to where um, it doesn't serve me anymore. Or, or there's a, there's been a problem with it in some manner or form. But now I'm learning you, you know what it, you know what it is? Jan, I'll tell you. you haven't met her yet, but I, but uh, uh, my executive producer, her name is Holly. Hmm. and she's a really, really, really sweet lady. Tough as nails. <laughs> <laughs> she, she will. And so she um, th- th- this has just recently happened uh, again and uh and she senses that that there's a pattern with it so she took steps to help me frame it in a way to where i can deal with it in a positive way and but still get what i need to protect myself and my company Mm. so that's beautiful yeah so it's all kind of and if if i believe don't correct me if i'm wrong but this has been my experience is i believe that if we put it out there and we allow things to just Evolve with it. They will work with us to give us the tools that we need to battle whatever the situation is that we find ourselves in. Do you agree with that?
1: I absolutely agree with that. And it's harder to trust. It's like easier said than done at times, especially when you're in the thick of something. It's like, well, I just want to be in a different position. Why is it taking so long? It's not working out. But yeah, we are supported. And sometimes timing is might not be what we want in life but it might be what's to bring things to a better perspective in the long run which we all know that but it's kind of that you know that same concept there
0: Well I think that we know it and then we don't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we're here and then we're here. We're kind of back and forth in this remembrance of of the ebb and flow of this human experience.
0: <laughs> oh exactly and uh um i have to tell you another story if if you don't mind oh
1: absolutely i love it
0: <laughs> since we since we are here i i have to tell you the story of when i did the radio show in 2003 um what what happened was there were a bunch of synchronicities that lined up for me to be able to do the show uh one was i was doing two nights a week on klay and my boss found out about it and he said you're gonna have to quit doing the radio if you're going to be a district sales manager for me. And uh, I said, well, all right. and then the, the company got bought by U.S. Food Service. It was Alliant Food Service. They got bought by U.S. Food Service, and uh, um, they were going, going to let a bunch of people go. And this is at the same time that KKNW, which was a news station format, flipped their format into a all-broadcasting um, um, format, at the same time, so that I could quit my job, get unemployment, go to work uh, with the with the radio station, and it was all seamlessly done. And it was like it was all it's set so up.
1: perfect, right. yeah.
0: And so I did that for ten months, and uh, I wasn't entirely successful getting enough money. Had to give it up, but what it and I had to. And the last day of the show, I was able to say to the audience you know i'm 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 gonna have to terminate positive talk radio uh, because I've run out of money and and stuff is a little embarrassing, but you know it's expensive and uh, yeah. calls start coming in, and people I can't believe you're leaving, people I'd never heard of. I had no idea who these people were, wow.
1: and they were
0: they were calling in and and one lady called in and said, "My name is Linda. I, I live on Bainbridge Island, and I just want you to know what you mean to us." And I said, us? She said, yes, I'm an Alzheimer's caregiver. And she and I sit here every day and listen to you. And she loves your laugh. And and she says, oh, there he goes again.
1: That chills. <laughs> <laughs> and wow.
0: we are, are going to so miss our time together with you every day. And uh, And it was at that moment, Jen, at that moment I said, this is my life's work wow this is what i have to do i have to figure out a way to do it well so at that point i had run out of money my wife had run out on and was uh, um having an affair um so i um so that this is this was the start of my bad country music song <laughs> I, I lost my house lost my dog my dad died um um my wife divorced me um um, I had to declare bankruptcy. I hit a bridge with a truck,
1: <laughs> wow. and
0: and um and I got sued for fifty thousand dollars, all within this in the in the space of like three years, and um, then, remarkably, again, spirit stepped in. The gal that I started doing radio with, her name is Kim Miller. She's a psychic medium. Calls me up out of the blue. I'm unemployed. I'm over fifty. Nobody wants an old, tired sales guy. I couldn't. I couldn't get a job, and um, she calls up and says, "You know, my partner is a supervisor with King County Metro, and um, she mentioned yeah. to me that you ought to go to work maybe at King County Metro." And so I applied, and uh, I didn't get accepted right away because I had been self-employed for three years and doing running my own company, and they wanted references from your previous employer. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one of those. And so it sat there for about four months until Julie's her name, the supervisor, called Human Resources and said, this is a really good dude. He would be a really good driver. And could you please uh, make an exception? And so she stepped in on my behalf. Wow. And so they, um, they had me turn in some tax returns and to prove that I was self-employed. And I showed them the, the, how much money I'd lost. i lost like $80,000 to do this, to do this thing, to do the radio show. And, uh, and so I went to work at King County Metro. And, and I went part-time, then I went full-time, and was there for 12 years. And then a year before I left, I decided that I wanted to resurrect Positive Talk Radio because podcasting now was a thing. Yeah. I could I could, and I could podcast and it wasn't going to cost. you know how much I was spending <laughs> to be doing on the radio at in in 2003 I was spending $200 an hour and I was wow. doing 10 hours a week it was costing me $2000 a week to do the show I thought I could make it up in advertising Eh-eh, couldn't do it and oh
1: my
0: uh, gosh so wow. in in 50 weeks you can imagine if you do the math <laughs> if you do the math 50 Quite a weeks bit. It, that's almost a hundred thousand dollars, and uh, so my wife didn't think that was very funny, and so that's why one of the reasons why she went sought to go elsewhere. So anyway, I went to work for King County Metro, and then I started the podcast again because I could, and I put up yeah. old episodes, started listening to them again, and said, you know, these are actually pretty good. I and so I've got Neil Donald Walsh from two thousand and three, and Gary Zukov and a bunch of other. Really spiritual, exciting people. That uh, some are gone, some are some are still working at it, and uh, and so I started the podcast, and it started to grow, and wow. then uh, it started to do really pretty well. And so I started doing live podcasts and invite guests and stuff. And it t- it takes a while, as you know, being a podcaster, it take it takes a while to to get it going. And then I was invited to uh, host. Um, a radio show on KKNW on Sundays, uh, once a month, and because she said that she could, she liked my voice enough that she said I he could, he could read. You the, do have he, a really
1: he, good voice. <laughs> yeah.
0: She said she said you could she could read he could he could read the yellow pages if I listened to him. And, and, so <laughs> no, who knew? And uh, so I um, did that, and then was still driving. And then it started to catch, and I started to say, I need to do this more. I want to be able to do this full-time. <laughs> Sadly, I said that aloud. Be careful of what you wish for.
1: Yes. Words because are that, power.
0: Exactly. <laughs> then, and this is, this is crazy, because then what happened was um, my son and I were out and about, and there's this 55-plus mobile home community that one of the other drivers lives at. So I said, well, we'll just stop in and and see. Um, and so we did and uh, there was a it happened coincidence there was a real estate agent there. so mm-hmm. we, she showed us a, a uh, one of the places and it wasn't what I wanted and on the way back to the office, she stopped at a place that she didn't even represent. That's where I live today. She stopped in and said uh, uh, let's go in and look at this one. I looked at it, loved it, wanted it. It was because it was a little older, you, they couldn't finance it. So it was really cheap. I was able to pay cash. Wow. Cut my cut my monthly cut my monthly bills in half and was able to move in here. So as I was moving in here, there are steps out front and, and the steps were like seven inches, seven inches, seven inches, eight inches. Uh oh. So I, I tripped over the eight inch one, fell oh. and tore my rotator cuff. Yeah. And I couldn't work after that. I had to have surgery to repair that. And then just to make things fun and interesting, two months later, I was babysitting my son's brand new eight-week-old Labrador puppy who mm. I, I tripped over him, fell, and tore the, uh, the uh, tricep tendon in my other arm <sighs> and had to have that surgically repaired. And so I, was no, I could no longer go back to driving a bus. Darn the luck. And uh, so, wow! From that, so from that point on, I've been doing this full time, and I believe now you, you, you are connected. I've been I've told this story a number of times. You're connected. Would you tell me? Was that divinely planned? Did they set all this up for this to happen this way?
1: It's so interesting that you say that because it's almost like we see how there's so many things that had to play out for you to bring you to this purpose. And, you know, as painful as it is, I would say that there is a soul contract for you that was like, hey, I'm going to come here and I'm going to be a voice and to give people permission to to be open to new things. As your whole life story is probably planned plan- out, is that you've always been someone to bring new ideas to people, even probably in elementary school. You're like, but what about this teacher? This doesn't make sense. Like you things separate. Am I right about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> And in that same space, it's like, even though we have those hardships is like, yes, absolutely. That was devastating. And it's like, why did I have to go through all of that? But at the same time, it's almost like I feel like there was definite divine guidance in your space to help honor that, to put you in this position as to where you're at now. And it goes back to like, so I would say, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, but I also feel like it's not that you're just like a vic- like that we're just victims in whatever's gonna happen to us. We don't have a say in it because we do. but I also think that our souls come here to experience certain lessons. And it's so interesting because in this physical world, we really rely on having connection to other people. A lot of times it's like we value, we put value in ourselves. When others put value in us and we don't do things because others don't approve of it. And it's like, we're taught to really go outside of ourselves for answers. But a lot of times when we come here and we're living our soul's contracts and we're learning all these things, it's going to be lessons that we have to face on our own and literally no one can face it for us. But it's so counterproductive of what we've, what we're taught in this physical realm. And yet The biggest lessons we learn are soul lessons that literally no one can fix for us, but us, even with past relationships, like as you were saying, there was a lot of things going on within the marriage and, and even in that space, like you having to heal yourself in a lot of ways, you couldn't have someone else do that healing for you. It was about you having to do it yourself. And I think that spirit provides us with opportunities for us to go within and to really say, what is this soul lesson that I'm learning, and why is it showing up, and then moving forward in that perspective, does that make sense?
0: Oh, absolutely! You're you're right on because I'll tell you in hindsight. Because when my wife left,
1: mm-hmm. our friends
0: left as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we were all we were all um, you know married couples, yeah, and so they chose her. And because I was doing this really weird radio thing. And why was he? And so they all chose her. So it cleared the deck of everyone except my two kids. Yeah. And, uh, and, but what that allowed me to do was to reestablish who I am independently of anyone else and allows me to meet people like you and Candace and, and uh, Dana and Holly and, most of them are women, and oh, Eric, <laughs> and and uh, um, and all these all these wonderful souls, yeah. who that I've had the opportunity without anybody telling me, no, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, and how powerful that that is something that your soul came here to experience, and yet there was major wounding that took place, and it could be easy to fall back and say, I can't do that. You know, like even with breaking both areas. I can't remember what you're like, the wording, but even for driving the bus is like, I can't catch a break. What is going on here? And of course you probably felt that way. And then you picked yourself back up and have moved forward and look and see that now. But I just feel like I was going somewhere and I forgot. Okay. I went and saw, I don't know if you, we went to the movies just recently and there's the football show that's out. Is it overdone over? Are you, do you go to the movies at all?
0: Not 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 since COVID. No. Yeah. And, and plus, I you know I I don't like to go to the movies by myself because it's like oh there's a there's a guy who's by himself. It's a poor man. He doesn't have any friends. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, it's the the football movie. There's a new football movie that came out, and I can't remember the name of it. But he like received so much trial after trial after trial before he actually was able to play. You know, major football. And it's just such a great example of like when we keep going and we don't stop and we give ourselves permission to say, hey, I need to regroup. I might need to set up boundaries. I need to reflect and move forward. Like there's so much power, but we came here for a purpose. And if we're feeling numb or we're feeling dead or inside or things aren't working out, maybe there's a pivot we need to make or maybe there's something there that's not playing out the way that it should be. And that's okay. And once we're honest with ourselves in that space, we can really move forward. And I myself see that happening all of the time. As much as I love doing spiritual spiritual work, I can also be very depleted or very wounded. And so I think it's like being aware of that, like even in your space, being aware of that. And you know you're divinely guided. You know you're supposed to be here. You know you're doing what you're supposed to but it's like putting that intention forth and then making it happen. It's the same concept of looking in the positive things our ancestors bring for us versus just the negative. <laughs> it's finding that balance, that duality within life, which is what we came here to, to experience.
0: Oh, that's, and by the way, you tied that up in a pretty little bow, all at the same time. That was really, <laughs> was really cool the way you did that. Uh, but But no, you're right, because everything that has happened And the way I feel about it today is that I could not be here today if I was not the sum total of everything that happened to me up until this point, Um, because I learned so much uh, about human nature and about stuff. And, and it's, it's, it's vital that I went through that. And, and the fact is that I love doing what I did in 2003 so much, but now I love it even more. And it's Ah, now getting to, it's getting to the point where I get to talk to people like you who are beautiful human souls. And and then your, your, your mission in life is to help get the word out about spirit and about spirituality and, and to help people recognize that their body is not who they are and that, that their ancestors are very much alive and very much part of their lives and and even even yeah you know I believe in reincarnation but I also believe that our souls and other souls some of us stays up on the other side and so they can have duality they can be here and also yeah. be watching us from there do you believe that
1: i believe that yeah i believe in the the concept of like i don't know i kind of like to look at it simply as like an orange peel <laughs> where <laughs> In an orange, there are separate slices, right? Right. But ultimately, there's the peel holding it all together, and I kind of view it like our higher self or higher soul is this orange peel. And maybe there's multiple lives going on. Maybe there's you're eating one peel, and then early you're eating one slice, and then you want to eat another, or maybe you're indulging in both at the same time. Like, I just feel like there's so much more than we don't understand. But there is our higher self. There is a higher consciousness. And I believe that our ancestors can connect into that higher consciousness and help us receive information from this lifetime or maybe past lifetimes or maybe future lifetimes. It's like so diversitized. It's like hard to even conceptualize it all. But I I believe exactly what you're saying. Yeah.
0: So I make it for me, I make it as simple because I'm a simple guy as 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 simple as I can. And that is (laughs) (laughs) I have got. An amazing number of people on the other side that are all working diligently to make all of this happen.
1: Absolutely,
0: it's like today as an example. This has been a fascinating discussion. I'm having a good time. I hope. I you
1: agree. All. I agree. Me too.
0: <laughs> and it also is by divine plan. Absolutely. That that uh, Candace couldn't do it. Dana's is probably still standing in line yeah waiting for the covid uh test <laughs> and and you're well and we are here and nobody else is bothering us for, at this moment but the show is going to be very impactful for people down the road because it 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 shows a lot of humanity well, and,
1: thank
0: you and who we are and who you are and what you're you're capable of doing and and uh it's 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 really great and you've got such a lovely warm smile about you that and and this peace are you really that peaceful in the inside
1: um i go through waves absolutely um but when i center i feel that inside a lot yeah and but i'm human you- and so i always go through a lot of experiences and but i do try to create a good environment for myself like i listen to really calming music most of the time. I don't really watch a lot of intense, scary shows because I feel that energetically impact my system. And so I really have tried to set a foundation of like, I know this is what helps me feel peace and what helps me fulfill my purpose. And yes, there's sacrifice in that as well, but it's worth it. But I am human and I do experience all kinds of things. You know, we all are
0: we, we <laughs> not do. always peaceful and there are there are days (laughs) when i'm like i'm like eeyore you know oh god we're always me life is terrible yeah and And, but you know what centers me it's really weird what centers me is this me too being on the radio or being having a discussion with somebody on a podcast or something like that it it really centers me and makes it makes me feel complete
1: I almost feel like that's also a symbol is like for people who might feel stuck or not aware of like what they're looking for, but lurking for something is just like you said, it brings you peace. It brings you revival. You might be having a bad day and then you come on and you're like, "Ah, I'm connected again. And everyone has their own things. Like I love, love, love the movie Soul from Disney. I just so good. But when they're in the flow, like he's playing the piano and he's like in his own realm, he's connected to his spirit, he's connected to his higher self, and yet he can still become more present in life because he gives himself permission to be in the flow. And how often do we disconnect from that and not give ourselves that permission and then feel depressed, alone? heavy, insecure, like just disconnected and disoriented from life, it's like, no, we got to get back into the flow of whatever it is that brings us that space and make that an effort and give ourselves permission to do it because we need that.
0: (laughs) I call it trust. Yeah. We just have to relax and trust that ultimately, first of all, whatever happens here is inconsequential. (laughs) yeah because it's it's not it's not to the grander it's not to our grandest self it's not who we really are but at the same time if we trust that what is happening for us is a learning experience that we have chosen and um, and that we are gathering this experience because it will be beneficial to us down the way there's no way that you can take it badly it's like it's like remember I was telling you that I I fell and then I fell again and and stuff I was I was in the I was in the doctor's office and I had a sling on my my arm my right arm was in a sling they wanted to put my left arm in a cast and 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 uh and and so they were trying to figure yeah they were trying to figure out how the hell are we going to do all this and get it <laughs> to work and so i was listening to the the um uh, the nurse practitioner out out in the hallway and she was going oh that poor man he's got all this he's got this arm and then the other arm he can't move and it, and it, and i was okay it's it's like this is rather funny actually how, <laughs> how are we going to do this so, like
1: how am i going to do anything right now
0: yeah and, and and i and i couldn't and and uh and by the way, when you when your right arm becomes becomes uh um incapacitated, there are certain things that you do with your primary hand that you have to learn to do with your off hand that may not be all that easy to do.
1: Oh, I could imagine that.
0: So, I'm even just thinking
1: about trying to put on makeup with one. I'd be like, I'm not wearing makeup for the next while or anything cuz I literally don't know how to use my left hand very well at all. <laughs>
0: Exactly. If you, if you, as as an example, personal hygiene becomes an issue.
1: Oh you, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <you> know,
0: <laughs> and I don't have an I don't have a little Asian lady that lives with me that can to handle such. Never, <laughs> uh, but you know, it, so so. It, but the, that's that's all part of life. And it, yes. and uh, and it, but so, at the end of the day, what happened was because of the disability. Because I have arthritis and I am I got, uh, I, I'm now on disability. And because I moved into the house that I moved into, I now can live comfortably and not have to worry about money. And it's not beautiful. Have to and that is the lesson that I learned from 2003, where I was spending $2,000 a week and bringing in three or $400 a week. And it was deficit spending to a great degree. And it was very, very stressful. And I had a family and da, 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 da. Now, um, I don't have a family there. My kids are grown. My wife, well, who knows? And, uh, um, but um, I'm perfectly content. I'm perfectly happy. I've I've got, I I make enough money to live. And so what allows me to do is to do this out of the goodness of my heart without having to worry about making a living at it or
1: charging a lot of
0: people. And I mean, I don't make any money at this. I've been doing do this, you know, six or seven, eight podcasts a week, and that's okay with me. I'm happy.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. You're such an inspiration in that space. Is surrender, trust, and move forward. I love it. That's so good. Yeah,
0: that's it. And 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 if you trust, and you know that the see, I know that ultimately the universe has my back, regardless. Yes. I may not see it that way because (laughs) somebody wants to sue me or um, by the way, they're now, because of that, we're putting up boundaries about having contracts for certain aspects of it so that that can't happen again. Um, So, so there are things that happen to us and they happen to you as well. Um, You know, they happen to all of us.
1: Right.
0: So it's, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience, this life. And, um, I, I, you know, I should, I should ask you.
1: Um,
0: I have my brother in law in 2003. I was talking to somebody who was, was talking about the, the value of life. And my brother in law, his wife died. She had a congenital heart defect. And she died in December. And, um, he ended up committing suicide the following spring when he was wow. 42 um, because he, he, he got so stressed because of all the things. His job wasn't going well. A girl was that he had hooked up with, well, that wasn't working out. His Then he got a bill for half a million dollars from uh, the University of Washington Hospital for where she was in um, ICU for a long time. And, and stuff, so, and so he ended up taking his own life. And I was just thinking, you know, I feel so sorry that he did that because he wasted, he was having a bad moment, but now I think back, because we were the same age, I think back 25 years later, 24 years later, he missed so much opportunities for growth and expansion and, and experience I feel really sorry when somebody takes your own life these days. So I wanted to ask you, <laughs> does he, his name was Bruce, Bruce. Or, or his uh, wife, Sandy. Um, now Sandy was the smarter of the two, um, but, uh, um, yeah. but this, this goes back uh, 15, 18 years. So he should be out of, out of Hawk by now, I hope.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let me just connect in for a minute here um, and just kind of see. I have my pen and paper that I'm just kind of like drawing in and just kind of connecting in that space.
0: Everybody that I know that's really, really good does that.
1: (laughs) It kind of helps get your left brain, like your mental aspect, like something to think about so that on the right side spirit can connect in and i always draw this like portal opening it's just a thing on every paper before i do any session it's like i have to have this portal opening and then yeah it's it's interesting how you kind of find the flow um but i do feel like even before you mentioned bruce 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 yes um i saw when you're talking about sandy it just feels like the first thing I saw is I like feel like my door opened, like in my mind, I could see my door open. And I saw this lady coming in with like a a picnic basket that was like a wicker picnic basket. And I like see her like show me, like she brings me into this field. And it's like, I see her place this, a blanket down. And I just see her like, like intentionally putting out this picnic and then I see like people coming in and sitting with her and being with her and I feel like it's a lot of one-on-one interaction where I feel like that's like she cared so deeply for people it didn't always come across that way she could have her own sassy times but I see her really like taking on this pride and like this space of like getting to know people's experiences on the other side And it's almost like I see her as like how people come to therapy here in the physical world. It's like I see her helping people work through their journey or if they're stuck in some way, like I see her like welcoming them in a very feminine flow and like helping people work through maybe some, maybe some regret that they still hold on to they experienced here. But I just see her like bring it in and it's just like very much so all about connection, but always someone who people look towards for understanding even if she didn't know what the heck she was going to say she would say something and it'd work out and I see her like also addressing making the best kinds of drinks like always having some kind of drink for people to have or different stuff like that I feel like she's very connected into that space does that resonate with you do you get what I'm saying there
0: oh sure sure <clears throat> you know and, and then you're right Sandy could be a um, she could be she could be a, a, a firecracker but she, she put but she people was, in
1: her place though when it was necessary
0: but she had a really good heart
1: <laughs> yeah
0: And that, well she had a really good soul her yeah. heart didn't work that's what ended up killing her but uh um but no she she was and you know and, uh, while you were talking about this weirdest thing could you see it I, I could
1: uh-huh yeah
0: and are you are you uh does that happen to you a lot do people say hey i see that
1: yeah I try to have it where it's like sharing these things and bringing in this confirmation, but I always try to open up the channel where if they're open, it can be broadcasted into their side and their mind. It almost feels like imagination. It's like you're imagining it in your mind, but that's how ancestors speak to us. That's how we can connect to spirit is through that imagination that children are so open to. Well, it's not imagination. It's your third eye. It's your insight to see.
0: (laughs) And in in, in your frame of reference, was she dressed, was she wearing a dress?
1: Yes. And it was like kind of like one that kind of went out a little bit. Like a little bit more, (laughs) not like tight fitting, kind of like old fashioned. Old old
0: style. Yeah. A long dress with. Poofy arms and shoulders, and and maybe as uh, she was wearing a hat. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Very almost like very tea party like proper, like very and, and, dainty. But she's not all dainty. She's got sass and spice. But to bring people in was very like comforting. What I was <laughs>
0: what I was seeing was uh, was people standing uh, standing around her, and she was inviting them into her space to sit and and to have a beverage and to have something to eat and then they would chat
1: Uh uh-huh yeah
0: god you're good how did you do that and put that in my mind
1: (laughs) you're gifted you have that ability we all do and i love to just when someone's open to just try to broadcast it into their space so that they can experience it because in reality this connection isn't just me you have it as well we all have these connections it's innately who we are but we just sometimes don't trust or we forget. <laughs> and sometimes it's easier for some than others, but if we both work at it, we can all receive that. And so I feel like we also need to bring Bruce in too. Um, I can see him like kind of standing in the corner. Like, like I like see him like leaning up against a tree, just like waiting for his turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good. Whoops.
1: So connection wise, he was your brother brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, that's what it is. Okay. Um because there's something there, he's connecting into the tree. So let let me just like sit with him for a minute with this. Okay, so I I'm by the tree and I'm sitting there with him and I'm like, "Okay, what is it that you want to bring forward or share?" And I just see him saying that you have been very connected and very, you've felt him in your space and you think about him often. Is it something that's there a lot and it's not in a negative way. It's just like maybe even having conversations in your head like, hey, I hope that things are going well, like kind of surrendering in that space. But for some reason, he keeps popping back up but I see him coming up a lot in your mind and it goes in waves where it'll be like, it'll be gone for a while. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, what about him? Like, I just see this wave of information, but I see him like leaning up against this tree and then I see him like, looking. he's like, just watch, just like watch what I can do. And so I see him like literally like climbing this tree, like, bare hands, bare feet, just like climbing. And I see him, it's a hard battle. It's a lot of things to work through. But I see as he jumps from branch to branch and as he's able to use that strength, then he shows me and we're above on the top branch and we're able to look out and see this beautiful scenery and to see things that he didn't see. And I see him relating that into a space. And as I ask him to just merge in to interpret it, I see him saying that in his life, he was stuck staring at the, like the bark of the tree. And instead of seeing the whole tree, it was like, all he could see was this bark. And it was like, how am I supposed to make it up there if I can't even experience anything else but here? And then I see as he passed, it's like, he was able to step back and to see, okay, this is the tree, this is the bark. And then he's able to rise above those circumstances and do hard things and push past his limiting beliefs to get him to that very high perspective of seeing the beauty. But I see him saying that that was his spirit's progression. Is like almost like he didn't feel like it was possible for him to step back and to see things in a bigger way. And when he passed, he was able to, even though he sees he could have in the physical form, but he was stuck. And so I just see him wanting to relate that he's been able to climb those trees. And I see him like kind of like flexing and like showing this this inner strength that he's been able to reoccur and to accomplish. Even though he knows there's been a lot of aftermath with the family who's dealt with his passing and the pain and all of that. And I just see him saying that at some point he'll be able to w- welcome each of them home and show them the tree and show them the strength that he's been able to occur. And have them walk with him while he teaches them to climb, or as they climb together, being able to heal and to address those empty holes that he left in people's lives. And I see him willing, open and ready. Take accountability for his part for people here, but if they're not ready, or if there's still soul lingering things on the other side, to help him to help them heal. Does that make sense?
0: absolutely. And, and, uh, and my son sees him a lot, uh, and he misses him terribly. And, and, uh, I think, and, uh, Bruce will be there for my son because my son is, he's, he's, he's got a few issues and, and, and especially with happiness in this life, feeling good about this life and stuff. And he, they, they think I'm just a terrible hopeless romantic, but, uh, um,
1: Yeah, I see him saying that he's there to help people to try to see a bigger perspective. And of course, everyone has their journey. So spirit's not going to force us one way or another, but they're here to kind of open up the space. So when our heart does open up to that, information can come flooding in to help us. And so I just see him promising that he is there to help your children. He's there to help those who are really seeking understanding, who are struggling with what he experienced. And he wants to help transmute it. But of course, we live in a world of agency. And so when people are open, confirmation, insight will come. But he's learned that he can't push himself, his way into anything. He has to be welcomed in. But it's like he has this energy vortex around people. So that when that time does come, when they are open, then things fall into place and help them align and remember their higher purpose as well
0: i gotta get. i gotta ask you a question yeah go for it because this just brought a this just just this just came up for me (laughs) um and uh when i was when i was in boy scouts we went on a 50 mile hike Uh uh-huh and um the 50 mile hike was uh it was on the cascade north cascade crest trail which goes from vancouver bc all the way down to mexico and uh and we picked a 50 mile uh, area and i was i was only like what 13 12 13 and so on it was like day 3 and we were call, we were going up a hill and it was it was on the um, eastern side so it was very uh, of the mountains, so it was very dry and it was brown and nothing was really growing there. And the parents and, and the older folks were saying, are, are we getting close to the top? And and the guys said, well, it's just around that bend. And we get to that bend, and it wasn't around that bend. Wasn't <laughs> it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Like Pocahontas,
1: so, just around the river bend. <laughs> and, and so over and it, over and over again.
0: <laughs> everybody was getting really grumpy, and it was really a tough, tough slog to get up up the hill and it seemed like it took forever and it was dirty and it was tiring. It was aggravating. And then suddenly without really even expecting it, we get to the top and the top is only about 20 feet, 25 feet wide. It's Mm -hmm. a pass. And as we get up to the top, we see nothing but evergreen trees forever. Forever and it was beautiful it was just even even me i was 12 years old at the time it was like i didn't think that so for me that turned into a metaphor of life wow and and it was so it was like you know it can be tough it can be a slog it can be it can be brown and dirty and everybody's upset but there's going to be a point when you're going to break through that and you're going to see the beauty that is in our lives and what we can create if we just trust and keep going. Absolutely. that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And I think that's what Bruce is also relaying is his journey on the other side, coming to completion for his choices and for what it was that he experienced, but also taking ownership for a lot of things. That's part of the healing journey is taking ownership it's once again that unnecessary it's like that necessary evil it feels like of really only each individual person can learn those souls lessons no one can learn it for you and i see him just saying that he's been able to learn that and to complete that and i also see him showing up a lot in your mind and even within your son is like is his way of letting you know like that there is hope and there is healing. And he is a testament of that time and time again. Like he's like, I am the the biggest factor of like having hope, having transition, having change. And so I just see him really grateful and honored. And I see him like put this um like back to the tree. I like see him like put like this wheat, like this wheat grass in his mouth. Did you just see that?
0: Say that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I see him like put that in and then, Just like bring back in this liveliness and this authenticity of who he always wanted to be, even if he got stuck in the mental capacity that he couldn't do it. It's that tree. It's climbing that tree. It's doing those things that he was called to do but didn't feel qualified to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just see him like draw this big circle of completion, showing that his soul has learned a lot, and yet he looks forward to the time that he can meet and chat with those who knew him here and to help them find that completion within their journey as well it's very beautiful I, I hope
0: he's i hope he's helping his mom and dad they're both over there now and and, and uh, they they, they...
1: <sighs> and anyway. the last thing real quick with that is he's bringing in something about a bird i can't tell if it's a hawk or an owl It's a hawk. Has your son ever been drawn to hawks or does he notice how you might not have even asked that question?
0: I, I don't know. I'll have to ask, him. Have to ask there,
1: him. I feel like there's this connection of him watching over like a hawk, like bringing protection. Um, but there's some connection with the hawk. But then I also see owl eyes. And so that's also symbolism of an owl can see in the dark. An owl can see things oh. that we can't see. It can hear things that we can't. And so I see him there to help your son feel that as well.
0: I know exactly what happened, what that was about. Okay. Um, and we were in a uh, a three-bedroom apartment, and it was the second floor. And my son was home, and I was home. And uh, the crows were going crazy. Didn't, didn't know why the crows were going crazy, but they were just going crazy and crazy, crazy. And my son, who's standing on, he's smoking a cigarette on the deck, and he goes, oh my god so i go out there and there was a owl sitting on a branch looking at us with oh, all, these, interesting. all these crows who were around them going going we want you out of here because you're after my baby and stuff and and, the, and so they oh. were uh, so it was so i uh, that very well was it we, a
1: brown owl yes um, because he also has this brown, like this brown
0: leather jacket.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, biker jacket.
1: Okay, yeah. He's like talk about the brown, because then I like see him like go like this, and so oh yes, he, brown he, jacket too. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it was a his biker jacket that that was brown, and he had a Harley Davidson. He had two of them, and he, that he would get in that and get all dussied up, and
1: that would and, make sense.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. No, you got yeah. him, you got him. Yeah well tell him tell him well no, I you can, can tell, tell him, him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you know, and we didn't get along all that well uh, when when he was when he was here, but I miss him from the standpoint of when Sandy died, we as a family did not step up to help him. He went through a really tough time. And if, if I could just give everybody a, just um, a message is that don't let somebody whose wife has just passed and and just treat it like it's normal. It's not. Everything is different for him. you know. And he was still living in the same house. She wasn't there. She would come and visit him from the other side and stuff, but that freaked him out. Instead of being comforted, that freaked him out. So yeah. he was doing more drugs and, and that kind of stuff. And then that's when everything just evolved into, and he felt he had no, at that time, he felt he had no hope. And there was nobody there to, and there's another story that I won't share, but but, um, well, you know what is interesting about that? Is that years ago, years before that, he and I were part of a group of, of a bunch of people that were looking to find a guy who, who said that he was suicidal on the 4th of July. His name was Danny and we walked up on him and he took his own life. Wow. So Bruce and I were there witnessed to suicide and yet still Bruce shot himself like this other guy did. It was interesting. So, but that's, yeah. you know, I've had quite an interesting, I, I, you know, I look back at, at my life and it's like, I've had quite a few interesting things happen over time.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we all have. But Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, but it's been it's 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 been a, it's been a fun ride. And I'm and, and I'm and giving what Candace told me last time and I'm and I bought them the stuff that, that she
1: Dandelion tea.
0: Yes, and oh, and good. stuff like that. So I'm working on all that kind of stuff.
1: I love that. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's really good to incorporate that in our life too is our body is our greatest vessel
0: <laughs> do you know that we've been spending an hour and a half talking
1: i can't believe it that went by so quickly
0: it did didn't it and, yeah. and you you are you are i just have to tell you you are just delightful
1: well thank you i also feel like i need to hurry and just address that i don't want to sound like i'm bashing where i came from religiously because it brought in a very amazing perspective of my life and I'm so grateful for where I grew up and the circumstances that I had to undergo even within my gifts and in the church and so I never want it to be like I'm bashing or I'm in a negative space it's just like you said we have challenges and now that I've been able to see outside of that it's been a big blessing um but I'm like I gotta address. I don't want it to feel like I'm like bashing something when that isn't the intention of it all.
0: <laughs> no, and and the the reality is, is that um, you were destined to be who you are, but you couldn't be who you are without without experiencing what happened in the past.
1: Absolutely. And
0: yeah. and growing up in and but with your mom and dad being as open as they were and stuff like that it it it's it, 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 amazing it worked out beautifully for you absolutely how many how many uh, siblings do you have i know you have a brother
1: i am the youngest of five so i have one older my i have the oldest brother and then the rest are all sisters so oh. yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah
0: and, and of course you see that's the thing in the in the lds uh world uh it's a matter of you know how women get pregnant a lot yeah you know so
1: yeah and it's it's funny because i live a different path my sisters got pregnant really soon after they've been married and i got married later and um i'm 27 so i still got a lot of a lot of time but i yep. haven't jumped into that as quickly and and I feel like there's this purpose as to why is there's so many amazing things to experience still, and their lives have been amazing. Their kids are so perfect for them, Um, but it's just a different story for me, so my life looks a lot differently, and I think it's divinely guided in that space, too, and hopefully in the next little while, I'll have some kids coming around, you know, but it's just timing is everything, and you know and the you, universe and god's will has a plan
0: <laughs> well and, and and it's like your mom and dad are going now why doesn't she get pregnant what's going on there and, and, <laughs> and by now because everybody else has kids and and yeah we you know i learned that about uh uh the mormons when i was in high school we had a guy by his name was norm norm and uh he uh went on his mission
1: mm-hmm.
0: came back and then we they had a party for him and it was at a at a a pizza parlor and so we uh, and i went there with with uh, some other friends and uh he met this girl there and we go well that's awfully nice they got married three months later
1: (laughs) yeah yeah things can evolve pretty quickly in that space
0: well it's it and it was it was really was about okay, he's done his mission, now he's come back. Now it's time to get married and settle down. And yeah. so and the girl was uh I don't know if they've ever met before, but uh they have now, you know, and I, I assume they're still married uh all these years later. How how happily it's hard to say. But uh, you know, but yeah. you, you know, but that's that's kind of the culture that you grew up in.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: So you're yeah. the maverick of the, family. You're the <laughs> family. But you, but you're married. So, so you, yeah. you're good.
1: Yep, I've been married for um, three, almost three years. Three years and a couple weeks. So,
0: so you were got married at 23. You were a friggin' old maid by the time you got.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, indeed, indeed, I was.
0: <laughs> in in that, it's, see, it's just, and it's amazing to me the just the reality of of what it is for you versus it is what it is for them and and in their world in your world you were a 23 in my world you were a 23 year old kid who didn't know nothing and right. and when you got married and uh um but for them it's like oh no she should have been married when she was 19. Uh, so it's you know it's like yeah how if, can you do that
1: that expectation is so hard on people too because i have sessions with people and they're like i'm 30 i'm 32 you know and i'm still not married and i feel like something's wrong with me and it's like no if you take a step back from this culture that's pretty average <laughs> you know you're still getting to know yourself and discovering who you are and so i just think it's so beautiful everyone's unique soul journeys and you know none of it's bad or wrong it just is what it is and when we can accept that and not bring the shame into anything i feel like it makes life a whole lot more fun to play in versus feeling like everything is bad and wrong
0: oh absolutely i, yeah. no, I couldn't, couldn't agree more because like i've been i've been divorced for 15 years and um i like to tell people that the last time i was on a date was 1980 oh and and i haven't been on a date since i don't choose to uh it's funny i would stand at the at work when i was a driver and we would stand together and people would be talking and stuff. And and there were these guys who would say, man, I got to work more hours. I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm tired. And I said, well, why are you working so much? She said, well, my wife, you know, she wants certain things and I got to provide and certain things. And, and uh, he said, well, what about your wife? And I said, I don't have one. Really? You get to do what you want all the time? <laughs> I said, yeah, pretty much. I can do what I want. I spend my own money. Nobody spends my money. I get to, really? Oh, man. It's so at a certain point in time when guys are going, you know, when she was young and beautiful, but now it's, now I'd just as soon be single and, you know, stuff. So, anyway.
1: Perspective is everything. <laughs>
0: perspective is everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, if somebody wants to uh, have a reading with you, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, um, you can follow me on like Instagram or Facebook. It's Jen, J-E-N-N, Gilbreth, G-I-L-B-R-E-T-H. Um, but my website is blessedbyangels.org. So you can find all sorts of information there as well.
0: I'm surprised that was actually even available.
1: Yeah, it was. I got it a few years ago, and I was was pretty proud that I could get it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's very cool. And your phone is blowing up at the same time.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. My I'm on my husband's laptop right now, and for some reason, his messages are connected to the computer, and I don't know how to turn it off or turn the sound <laughs> down. So I no, apologize. No, <laughs> I was like good. just praying, like Spirit, please don't send too many messages, because yeah. I don't know how to get it off. <laughs>
0: No, you're good, and it 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 provides a little bit of levity and a little bit of light. So, uh, Jen, thank thank you
1: so much, Kevin. I just I just think you're so awesome, and what you're doing is amazing. And I'm glad today worked out the way that it did. You know, it happened the way that it did, and I think it was divinely guided.
0: I couldn't agree more, and I think you are dynamic. You're going to be a wonderful, wonderful resource for people for a very long time. Thank you. And you and you you have in your heart the same thing that I do, which is you want to help people. Yeah. And and your podcast is going to be wildly popular and I'm going to be on it. I promise.
1: Yes. Yes. We need to make that happen in the next little while. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yes. Whenever whenever you get that done, I will be happy to come on there and, 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 and anytime you want to. And you guys, as you know, I'm going to make you guys be monthly on my show.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. We'll have to figure out a different time when everything's aligned for another big psychic car wash with all three of us. And and exactly. your input as well is so needful.
0: Well, I it's kind of fun because I can just sit back and watch you guys work.
1: <laughs> Yes. Absolutely. And that, that
0: is a lot of fun. So and um and we're gonna have you on KKNW and W again and take calls and it'll be it'll be great fun. So well, thank you um, so is there, much.
1: Is there anything
0: else you'd like to add before we disappear for today?
1: Um, no, I just, I just feel like everyone has this divine connection to connect to their ancestors. And you can ask for a message. You can ask for a sign. I mean, this is no coincidence. This came about today. Nope. And in that same concept, you know, you can ask for a sign if you're doing the right thing or if you're not. And just give yourself permission to know that you are spirit and spirit's connection is you. And I just think it's so important that we remember that, that we came from positive lineages, positive traits, instead of not always the negative. But I don't know. I just feel like those are really good lessons to, to integrate in and to take within. And I'm going to do that with myself as well, you know.
0: You are a treasure. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you. You stay right there. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay.